Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my fourth episode of Psychopalcast. During my first cast, I talked about being a mental health first aider. So, what does a mental health first aider do? What we basically do? Basically, a little bit of the action plan that we follow in trying to assess one situation. Then when we assess, we do not diagnose the psychological facet of the person right away, especially when the person isn't ready. We focus on the situation before trying to let them talk about things. And honestly, the situation will tell you how critical it is, if it needs urgent attention. And from there, we convince people to seek the proper professional help that they need, be it from the GP, psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor and once they do the first step of seeking professional help we try to educate a family and or friends on how they are supposed to support someone who is undergoing therapy Lately, a lot of people have been asking me about the things that they encounter while taking therapies. Aside from the struggles that these people are currently facing, is the huge stigma that cripples in each of them. The stigma that I'm talking about is much worse than being labeled with a disease but being unsupported and neglected by their family's friends. Worse, they are being judged for the non-progress that they observe, or that these people observe from those who are suffering or struggling with a mental illness. I always say that seeking professional help is one thing, but support is another big thing. It makes me feel disappointed for people who are struggling with mental health illness that their families and friends do not try to understand deeper. They do not try to understand the struggles first before they're, before they're opening their mouths and judging people by how they see things and not by trying to deeply understand how their loved ones feel things. Now, when your partners, relatives, friends undergo therapies, the support that they need is much bigger than the courage they took when they decided to speak up or seek help. Seeking for professional help is just the first step, then how about the rest? The rest of these steps are where they needed the support for. It is not going to be an easy way out, nor the fast way out. It is a lot of work, 
It's why I plead for understanding, patience, love, and faith for these people who seek them. Now, I'm having this cast because I badly want to reach people and let them know that instead of helping those who are struggling with mental health issues, some things they thought are motivating but are actually dragging people down. Now, to prevent that, let me give you some points and tips on how you can effectively support people. Or struggling with mental health issues after this short, short break. Enjoy the holidays right at home with fast, only fiber internet from Globe at Home. The whole family can stay connected with only Plan 2899 with speeds up to 100 Mbps. Plan also comes with three months access to View Premium, HBO Go, Amazon Prime Video. And the six-month Consulta MD family plan on us. To learn more, go to shop.globe.com.ph/broadband or call zero two seven seven three zero one zero one zero. Chat Globe at home via Facebook Messenger or visit a Globe store today. Recreate the holidays right at home with Globe at home. And now we're back to give you the eight tips when supporting your relatives or your friends, loved ones suffering with and/or undergoing therapies for their mental health issues. The first one is allowing yourself to understand their situations openly. It is really important to provide an open and non-judgmental space to people who are struggling with their mental health. Now, living with a mental health issue is overwhelming. It's tiring. It is hard to put into words everything that they feel. It's hard to find a word to exactly tell you what they feel. It's hard to know who to trust. It's hard to just let things be. You know, if you really love your partners, relatives, or friends, you have to be patient in giving them the space that they need. As long as you see that they are doing their best, striving to break free from the negative cycle that they are in. We are only here to support. We don't push. If they say that they are not ready, let them know that you are just there. If they change their minds, or if they stumble, you're you're just there to support. We never have to imply your thoughts or your words on them. You empower them by letting them stand and move forward at their own pace. Second is know when they are comfortable to share or not. 
let them lead the discussion at their own speed, momentum, whatever. You let them talk. You don't lead them on what to say or what to do. You don't put pressure on them to tell you anything that they aren't ready to talk about. Because talking can take a lot of trust and courage. Like I said, it is never easy to put feelings into words when you are overwhelmed. So when they feel ready or comfortable enough, let them speak, no matter how less or much they talk about. Because probably saying at least a word or a paragraph has already been a huge work for them. So spare them the liberty to express, because telling them that they are telling toxic things or negative or negative vibes, it's like throwing them back to the pits, and they might never speak of the happiness or emptiness they feel anymore. It's going to make the situation worse. So if they speak, let them. No judgments. Again, going back to rule number one: provide an open and non-judgmental space. So yeah, no pushing. Number two is know when they are comfortable to share or not. No pushing. Just let them speak when they are comfortable. Before I continue with the third one. Um, let's have a short break, and I'll be back right away. If you love reading or writing poems, short stories, or essays, why not share it with the ugly writers? With the ugly writers, you have a lot of short stories, poems, and essays to spend countless hours reading from. Check out the ugly writers today at. Thegreatwriters.com. And the third one is, don't try to diagnose or force their feelings. If you are into psychologist or psychiatrist, you probably aren't the medical expert they need. And while you may be happy to talk and offer support, the reality is you aren't a trained counselor. The least that you can do is to not assume about what is wrong, or to not jump into conclusions, or to not diagnose them or force solutions down their throats. They aren't in courts, or they aren't even under trials, so they don't need you to judge them. They aren't solving mathematical problems, and they don't need your solutions. They are not in a race or in a competition, so you don't actually have to force them to speed up their recovery. Number four is to ask them 
what they need help with. When asking them what they need help with, chances are they're gonna deny the help that you offered. But let's try to keep the language neutral. You give the person time to answer and try not to grill them with too many questions because some of the things that they need help with are quite obvious. They obviously need help with simple things like folding the clothes, making the bed, cooking. This doesn't mean that you will have to do all of these things for them, but at least help them achieve little things without forcing them to. Yep. And number five. Number five is talk about well-being. Okay. Obviously, people who are suffering with mental health issues do not feel well. Maybe they might smile on the outside, but they are struggling inside. There are things that they cannot do, like simply getting out of bed or things that they usually do before, like combing their hair, putting on makeup, things like that. So you can talk about well-being, talk about ways of distressing, talk about options without forcing them. You can go exercising with them or giving tips on healthy diet, uh, making sure that they get good night's sleep because these are things that can help protect mental health and sustain well-being. Number five is quite simple. Just be there to, you know, to support them while they are trying to recover and get to focus on their well-being. But like I said, without forcing any. Number six is to listen carefully to what they tell you. When people with mental health issues tell you things, it is not because they want to bring toxicity. It took them lots of courage to speak up, and they are letting things off their chests. So what you can do is to attentively listen and understand. Even in silence, just by being there, that is already enough. That's the support, love, and compassion that they need. Repeat what they have said back to ensure that you have understood it. There are times that you won't be agreeing with what they are saying. You don't have to agree with what they are saying, but by showing you understand how they feel, you're letting them know you respect their feelings. It is always the understanding that is important, not with agreeing with it. Because when someone tells you how they feel, it is exactly how they feel. 
it may not be put into words perfectly, but that's how, that's how it is for them. So trying to understand their feelings is really important. Even if you think that they shouldn't feel that way, which is when you tell them in, uh, when you tell them that they shouldn't, it's like you're making them feel guilty of the feeling that they have, and it isn't they, isn't their fault that they feel that way. So, yep. Stressing on, you don't have to agree with what they are saying, but you have to show that you understand how they feel and respect their feelings. They sometimes feel bad, and they already know what they feel is wrong. But trust me, that they are trying to sort things out. Don't throw away their efforts by disagreeing, as disagreeing doesn't always need arguments. Most of them need to reach a certain point of understanding. You can help them silently by perhaps praying for them, hoping for them, not using their faith or your faith to impose guilt. Faith is there for the reason of extending love, compassion, kindness, and understanding. Making them feel guilty about it is not gonna help. Number seven is offer them help in seeking professional support if they haven't. If they haven't, and you can also provide information on ways to do this. You might. Want to offer to accompany them to the GP, counselor, psychologist, or a psychiatrist, but we do not try to take control on the decision. We allow them. We empower them to make decisions. Cause making them realize that seeking help to put a name to the symptoms. Thoughts they feel will help them find proper ways to cope. By that, I mean the most accurate and precise assessment, be it psychological or or psychiatric diagnosis, diagnosing the symptom that your loved ones have been struggling with, knowing what you are battling with is an edge. Because when you already know what you're battling with, you get equipped with the knowledge on how to battle it, rather than assessing yourself and assuming that you are struggling with something like what you search on the internet. Let the experts do that for you. The last tip that I'm gonna mention is to be alert. When you are trying to support someone who is struggling with mental health issue, you have to be alert. You have to ask for help or sign 
post if the situation gets critical. If you believe that they are in danger, they are self-harming, or they have injuries that need urgent medical attention, you need to take action to make sure that they are safe. And when doing that, you also have to ensure that you are safe as well. You can never, uh, you can never help someone to get to safety if you are not safe yourself. So, that's it. That's the eighth tip that I'm gonna give. Are you struggling with any mental health issue, and you don't know what to do? Asking for help has always been the first step. I am here to help. Send an email to psychopal at paldechavez.com. Mental health is prime. Help is available at any time. And there you have it. These are the simple tips in properly supporting your loved ones who are struggling with their mental health issues. We need to be kind and relentless in offering our support and understanding. It is not going to be an easy battle and they need all the support that they can get. This is Psycho Pal reminding everyone to share the love and never be afraid to seek help when you're struggling with anything. Have a lovely day everyone. Psycho Pal now signing out.